0: Dun, 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 dun. Hey everybody once again we are still working on the theme song right are we at least not together yet? no yeah it's, it's a work in progress. anyways welcome to some other uses podcasts with Richard Wiggin. I am Richard Wiggin. some really quick updates. Quentin Tarantino is back in the news actually for a positive thing. this time around he is expecting his second child. ...with his current wife, Daniela Pick. So, as soon as that child gets born, he has to have a discussion about NFTs and decide where to go from there. NFTs is is a very delicate situation to some people. Talk about Quentin Tarantino and his experience with it. Not the best. Um, We need to... I'm going to do a show on NFTs... And it, it seems to be like everything that I've been interested in, I don't like what it's called. There, there's kind of some kind of stigma attached to it. I never got into calling it a YouTuber, uh, a streamer, never twitched. Um, it, these, these odd a vlogger, influencer, these odd names that as soon as you say what you do and you list any of these things, it's kind of like a roll your eyes moment. What are you? I'm a vlogger. I am an influencer. I, I make NFTs. I like to try to create these things so they don't have that attached to that because everyday NFTs are in the news for good things and bad things. The good things is overwhelmingly good things like a kid makes NFTs and makes a million dollars and the next day a bunch of regular people are not artists but they're getting scammed out of millions of dollars or different kinds of digital wallets or being scammed and taken advantage of. And Quentin Tarantino, you know, dived into this head first, not really knowing exactly what to expect. And it's like the ultimate example to put it in perspective of what not to do. Because it's, it's, it cha- it's changing every day. I'm learning every day about it. And as more and more as I get close to it, every time I, I get interested in it more, something is in the news. And people just don't like it. And I, and I want to know, people don't understand it. That's, that's what I think. and Because it, it, sounds, it sounds too good to be true. If you really fully knew what it was, it sounds too good to be true. Paris Hilton is in this stuff. Jimmy Fallon is into this stuff. And recently made news, he, he shouldn't have promoted, I guess, an NFT on his show. Because that increases the value and some kind of ethics. It, it's, it's really weird of what they are going to pick at. And I just don't think that because NFT is tied to cryptocurrency, that doesn't help. But there are software and programs out there that are trying to kind of give everybody that kind of world without cryptocurrency. You can use a credit card to get into the stuff. Get into buying digital artwork because that's what it is. Essentially, it's everything that's ever been on the internet. But the problem is, anybody could do it. And when I say that that's a problem, it's because it. I, I told you that it's between ownership and originality is the keywords. Two keywords you always have to remember. We talk about a non fungible token. And it gets into complicated things that even I am trying to understand. But it is a way for me to try to sell what I do, or what I want to do. In the years past, working on something, never knew where to put it. You know, worked on a web series for years, and going back and forth with uh, the site being taken down, losing everything, you can stream different things various ways, how do you make money out of this? Every day, people gripe on social media about social media. They're against, they're still against Facebook and the metaverse. Everything that is attached to this metaverse. I don't know how many TikTok videos I, I see of this stuff, mocking this stuff, and it's just, it just, it astounds me. And I've I got to do a separate show where I really get into it, maybe even make one to show everybody exactly what is the experience. Because I, I can't go from the experience of doing it Yet, So once I get to that point, we'll see if this becomes something that I want to do or, you know, maybe I won't like it. I mean, everything's a gamble. Everything's a gamble. And when you're playing around with your different ideas, writing, posting videos, people post videos every day. You know, the idea that you want to be a filmmaker, you have to set yourself apart from what everybody else does. You want to make movies. You want to tell stories. They're telling stories. They're posting stories. They're being random. How does your randomness fit into that? How how is it going to be different from what they do? I've had conversations years ago with a cousin of mine that was against what, not really fully against what I was going to do, did not understand what I wanted to do. And at that time, I was making these short, episodic shows, about 20-some minutes, I wanted to make them longer because I wanted to. I wanted to sell them, and I wanted to make them worth money. And he just kind of didn't like that idea. He's Like, why would you pay for something that you could get for free on YouTube? And essentially, that's what everybody has turned to doing. It's it, it's all connected of what people are buying, and how the economy is run. And even in the previous show of talking about somebody downloading a movie and renting it, you know. Not even owning it. What does that even mean when you buy something that's digital or you rent something that's digital? It's going to go away if it's a rental. You're still paying money. Pandemic proved that over and over again with streaming. Streaming was very, very popular before the pandemic, but it seemed to be that's the way the, the direction of it was going to go, anyways, with movie theaters. All this stuff sounds like it's going to go in circles. If you if you listen to every show, it it's it, 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 a little bit of it is changing every day. But when we go back to the theaters thing, of movies couldn't go to theaters, so they had to stream. And I, I'm learning in the studios. I'm learning, you know, if I see a movie, go, oh, that's a Warner Brothers movie. Where can you see that now? Well, also are you going to see it on HBO Max, Universal Pictures? Are going to be on Peacock. You have Paramount Plus now. It used to be CBS All Access because they've changed. They've changed where they're going to go with their products. Everything is a product. Everything has always been a product. Your national networks, your NBCs, your CBSs, Fox. It's just now more and more are becoming multiglomerate. You know they're they're buying into each other is like, attached to Disney Plus and Hulu and ESPN and so many things. And we've discussed it before about the Oscars. we got to get to that of the recent Oscar nominations. But I was trying to put it in the perspective of if you were to watch all the Oscars, how much money that would be. You'd have to buy from every service. You know, if you're not in the Academy, being sent this stuff... You're going to have to pay for every service to say, yeah, I've t- the 10 best pictures. Some are on Amazon, some are on Hulu, some went to theaters. Your ones that went to theaters are probably going to be a little more easier to get. What was the problem, though, back then? Not very many people were watching the movies when they were out. So now you have exclusive exclusivity. You know, they're not going, they're limited exclusivity of where they're going. It kind of ties to what I'm going to talk about today. It kind of also goes with the NFT things, because Spider-Man No Way Home is in the news. And you want to think, why would it be in the news? I remember when the movie was getting ready to come out, if you had pre-ordered your tickets, one of the promotions that AMC was giving away was a digital collectible. I like that name. A digital collectible. Even then, it was kind of strange that nobody knows what they're really buying, you know, Space Jam did the same thing, you're buying a digital trading card, it's gonna do whatever on your computer, but, you know, and then you, your scammers will say, I can right click, and save this stuff, all this stuff is, we're going in circles of just like how music was introduced to us, records, and CDs, then MP, then cassette tapes, then MP3s, and people trying to digitize the stuff, make their own MP3s, and now you have movies going in the direction of video cassettes, DVDs. Now it's digital. Now with the NFT thing, you're actually assigning a value to something that you could have easily bought in the past, but now it's represented as this digital collectible. So whatever reason, they get, they're they giving away these things. These things are free. A free NFT. I don't even really know what that means. Because it's like you have it part of your collection just to get you into it. It gets really complicated. Again, we're going to do a separate show on that. The Spider-Man No Way Home went, had it its run. You know, it, it's still in theaters. You know, uh, the other day it was so close, they, 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 la- they love Tom Holland, you know, they're talking to Tom Holland because he has a new movie out called Uncharted, which is a video game, and he was talking, they were sharing uh, some information about how Spider-Man No Way Home is really getting close to becoming, I think, the number one movie ever. Really getting ready to step all over Avatar. And Tom Holland had no idea. And they got him. They love his reaction. And he says, you know, we're not really that close, are we, to getting to be number one? He says, no, you're really, really close. And now I think since then, it's even closer. Spider-Man No Way Home is just, you know, crushing it at the box office. Spider-Man is owned by Sony has been, for the longest time. Columbia TriStar releases the movie. Everybody knows that. So once the Marvel universe started coming into play, of tying all these movies together, yes, Disney had control over most of the of the uh, Marvel content. Did not own the X-Men, at that point. Uh, the stipulation was because... <laughs> Marvel Comics had sold their rights to the mutants of X-Men, to Fox. Disney, at that time, or a little later, shortly after Fox started making movies, Disney owned, like, everything else. Or, most of everything else. Now, Disney owns Fox, so they do own everything. But, at one time, they owned just a selective part of the Marvel movies. Spider-Man is still Sony has not completely sold their rights over to Disney. Which puts them in a different, odd position, because when Robert Downey Jr. pops up as Tony Stark, that's a big thing, for him to pop up as that character in a Spider-Man movie. Considering it's not Disney. A lot was going into that. Robert Downey Jr. has money tied into it anyways. They can do whatever they want tell a story, Sony still owned Spider-Man, but Disney owns everything else, so then when it comes around for, because I still think they're in theaters, but now they're getting ready to head on to streaming, this is where it gets interesting, because what's circulating in the news now Spider-Man No Way Home will not be on Disney Plus. Obviously, because, you know, as I just said, Sony owns it. There are several studios that are in possession of the rights. So then you think, where is it going to go? And before I started reading the article, my mind was thinking, huh, it's Sony... I know, I think some stuff has gone over to, I want to say, because, because here's, everybody gets excited about all the Marvel movies. And once they find this out, they are kind of mad at the fact that they can't watch all the movies of Marvel on Disney+. Plus. Hulk, or is it, uh, yeah, it's called Hulk. With Eric Bana. And Jennifer Connelly. That is on Peacock. So that's not on Disney Plus yet. And Fantastic Four. Should be on Disney Plus. Because it's owned by Fox. So where will Spider-Man No Way Home go? It's the oddest thing. And. It even gets it even gets any more stranger because of the rules attached to it. This all has to do with contracts, and right now, all these old contracts of Sony belong to Stars, S T A R Z. You know what Stars is? It's a cable network. It's an app. I'm familiar with Stars because I know that Ash versus Evil Dead with Bruce Campbell aired on Stars. And a lot of uh, Sam Raimi stuff would be on there. So Stars has movies, and they started getting into original content a little bit. So they're going to get Spider-Man: No Way Home. They get the number one movie, which is very interesting because it's a pay ch- it's a it's a uh, a pay cable channel. That could be beneficial to some people. It's obviously going to be really beneficial. To people who already own. stars, And this might get more people. Into it. It's going to be very. uh, Interesting because. Apparently. It won't be hitting the streaming service. Slash cable channel. Until like six months from now. It says over the next six months. It will be. Heading to stars. And even then. It says it's going to hold it. For 18 months. It says that. Sony signed two deals. For streaming rights. In 2021. And no way home came out in December of 2021. Netflix. Getting the films first. Before Disney plus. Would get them. I mean like I said. This is big for stars. Really big for stars to get this. And it should boost them. And if they had a plan, if they knew this... It's like, Spider-Man was big. Like, I, I love Tom Holland as Spider-Man. I really do. And... I said it before that... I grew up knowing Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man. And then, once that story kind of got put on hold we were just told that andrew garfield would be the next spider-man to set off the next reboot that would eventually get into the universe and for whatever reason they just decided to do two they didn't think that andrew garfield worked out for them and at the time i had mixed feelings and now since then kind of regret how i felt about it because now looking back i do see him as a better <laughs> i do see him as a better fit than toby but when people saw Toby, spoiler alert, in the most recent Spider-Man movie, No Way Home, they're excited. You know, it, it was just this, this nostalgic um, presence that puts you back to your childhood. Andrew Garfield is fairly recent, but they got to kind of close some, you know, loose ends on how people felt about different things about his interpretation of the character. But every Spider-Man had a different kind of, uh, well, one thing, they each had their own kind of look, which sets them in their own kind of era. And that is kind of like how comic books, you know, are told. When you go back to all the different kinds of artists over the years, you do see different artists' interpretations, different drawings that lead up to the characters. So it does, in a way, kind of make sense. And for how they decided to do the third one, the Tom Holland, to have him meet all the different kinds of characters from the other movies. It was kind of like the best way to kind of uh, fix a mistake that they had made by not trusting Sam Raimi. But they, you know, good to know that they aren't on bad terms at all with Sam Raimi because he has uh, a new movie coming out this year. He is the director of Doctor Strange, sequel. So everything is all worked out. They do say that, this next Doctor Strange movie is going to be scary, and we are going into a very because we're going into a very serious direction, and it's hard for Marvel movies to get into that because then at the same time you got the MCU, you got the DCU. Now I'm not familiar with a whole lot of the DC comic movies. We got into the Christopher Nolan stuff, which has nothing to do with what they're doing now. And we watched Men of Steel, so I do understand that Henry Cavill is a pretty great Superman. We've watched the first Wonder Woman to see what Gal Gadot could be. Have not seen Aquaman. Have not seen any of the Justice Leagues, any version. Now you have to state which one you've seen. And we have not seen any of the Suicide Squads. So a lot of the movies that have gone off in different directions, we've just stopped paying attention to. We watched Shazam, so we will be ready for the next Shazam movie. Uh, Only because my sister Rosella gets into Zachary Levi, and there's a lot of other actors on the show, like Adam Brody, that brings some interesting presence to the movies. So we're not familiar with too much of the DC Comics world. You know, and for one thing, nobody would believe that Christian Bale be part of that team <laughs> because the way he played Batman, Batman fought so hard to be on his own. He didn't really even need Robin at that point. <laughs> no real serious interpretation of Robin has ever been on screen. You know, do we really count Chris O'Donnell hmm. better than Burt Ward? I think Burt Ward would even agree with that sometimes, but but fans have different viewpoints of every era of their favorite characters. Michael Keaton wants to come back, or is coming back, as Batman for a Flash movie. Which, is, which once again, is a Flash movie with Ezra Miller, who's also in the news for saying some stuff. Even though they have a Flash TV show going on at the same time. So, no one actor is tied to a character in the DC world It's only going to be one of these days that Jason Momoa will no longer be Aquaman and make everything inconsistent. I mean, it's just... The Batman movies already had a rough start by switching directors. If anything, the big thing was switching directors back then. You had Tim Burton. You had Joel Schumacher. By the time he got to Christopher Nolan, it was this serious take. What Christopher Nolan is has done for the Batman movies and comic book movies in general, James Gunn is kind of also kind of get influential. He started off with the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, and now he's going in the direction of the Suicide Squad and Peacemaker and all this stuff. Just none of this stuff is is consistent. The Marvel movies aren't perfect, as Roland Emmerich has recently said. He's against. Marvel movies. He's the one behind all the disaster movies that are out there. His most recent movie was a disaster movie, but actually in the terms of actually bombing at the box office, Moonfall made ten million dollars against like a hundred some million dollar budget. He's behind Independence Day and the day after tomorrow and twenty twelve. All these movie all these movies that look like he is against Marvel. You know, you have uh, Martin Scorsese against Marvel. They're, they're they're jealous, basically. But I'm not saying that the Marvel movies are perfect. You know, they're not. So you, you get into these superheroes, and Spider-Man, I love how Spider-Man was done with Tom Holland, got into Captain America because of... I get into movies in various, in various different ways. I actually, ironically, got into it because of the history of Howard Stark of Tony Stark even though I didn't really fully enjoy all the Iron Man movies and I really kinda don't enjoy seeing Robert Downey Jr. so much in all the movies. I can I can over I can I could get by, I could care less now. I don't I really don't care. But I, I I'm just now looking at it from the standpoint of Spider Man No Way Home, number one movie. Spider Man's money to date seven hundred and forty eight million. Eight hundred and fifty-eight thousand nine hundred and thirty-two. Those are based off last weekend's numbers. That's just us. Worldwide is one billion seven hundred and seventy five thousand eight hundred and fifty eight thousand nine hundred and thirty two. So over a billion more worldwide. Spider-Man. You either saw the movie or you didn't. A Spider-Man: No Way Home. You get away for the DVD or Blu-ray, or you're not. You're going to wait a long time to see it streaming, before it goes on to stars, and then even then, you have a limited time to see it. So, I just told you what the how much Spider-Man No Way really Home made. And it's really getting close to being the number one movie. Now the question would be, is it fair that Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings, which was their first experiment into going streaming and in theaters, they only made $432 million. That's their worldwide number. That's their worldwide number. Is that fair that Chang Chi didn't even get to be part of setting records? It was on the experiment list. Black Widow? Black Widow was worse. 379 million. Worldwide. For us, it was only a hundred. It didn't even break 200 million over here. You believe that? I mean, when The Dark Knight came out in 2008, their opening weekend was 158 million. And the Marvel movies kind of got screwed. So let's just stop and think about that for a second. The Marvel movies... Their little experiment during the pandemic. Which all credit goes to Disney for doing this. Even so of the Marvel CEO not agreeing with what's going on with Disney. A lot of stuff's going on. A lot of bad stuff's going on. Marvel has a lot of projects on Disney+. This stuff never ends. I just think that... I mean, was Blackwater the best movie? I don't know. But it's just strange that they wanted to play it safe as Spider-Man. You know, that's the one that they didn't want to bomb. They wouldn't have bombed, but they didn't want to see those numbers. Like, take any of the, of the Shang-Chi or Black Widow and switch the budget, with or switch the how much money they made worldwide with Spider-Man, you know. It would be unheard of. For. Up until this point of. How long Spider-Man. No way, Everything I told you about. Black Widow and Shang-Chi. Was during their original releases. You know. They're no longer in theaters. That's how much money they've made. And they are gone. Spider-Man No Way Home is still in theaters. And. Half. Of what they've made. So far. For us, and the seven hundred seven million is is just a little, is a little more than what Black Widow and Shang Chi made in their entire run. But they wanted to play it safe with, and, it, and it's not fair. I mean, obviously, between the three of them, Spider Man is is the more, is the more well-known. well known. What's another common thing. It's the third of a series. It, it, that's that's another interesting you know, ironic thing. All the money that they made was going to theaters. The money that I told you the Black Widow made was purely on, on purely streaming. It it didn't get to go to theaters. That was their experiment. All their money was made in those sales. Chang Chi was a mixture of the two. Going to theaters and streaming. Spider Man only in theaters. I don't understand why they did that. Why They, they couldn't wait, for one thing. That was a problem with the second Spider-Man. They didn't wait. Because the movies got released in a different weird way. Or got filmed in a different weird way. And the Spider-Man movie, the second one, far from home. Divi, it, 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 it differentiates from the other Avenger movies. Because they're kept out of the loop. So by the time you get into the third Spider Man movie, you got a lot of holes to fix. And it became like the biggest grossing movie ever now. That's so that's what it's going on to be. And why did they give that give a give a chance to Chang Chi or Black Widow? And, you know, once again, bringing up NFTs, Brie Larson's in the news because people are railing against her. They always pick out something to rail against somebody, but they really love going against Brie Larson for Captain Marvel. And recently she has been promoting an NFT. She's one also one of those who promotes NFTs, and you get this group of people out there that just want to bring her down for that. That's it. Has nothing to do with nothing. And already they haven't even got to the next Captain Marvel yet. Now we are running into problems. Captain Marvel 2 has problems. They're already wanting to cast a Miss Marvel. They they're recasting Captain Marvel. They're already wanting to hand it over to someone else. Wonder Woman, which is obviously different from Marvel. They want to hand it off to somebody else. The next Black Panther is They have unfortunate circumstances because their lead actor, who was originally Black Panther, had passed away. But you also have people on the show that aren't right in the head, like, politically. They just want to go on this uh, rant, and um, it's just a mess. The next Marvel movies are... (laughs) The Disney Plus shows are starting to look better. And that's sad, because they don't really look all that well. But some do. I know people are looking forward to she Hawk. but there's like a lot of stuff out there. But yeah, I just wanted to bring that up, just to show you that there are different kinds of... There, it's still this thing of streaming. It's going to relate to the NFT world in the Metaverse. It really is. Because that's what streaming kind of... You, you're paying for stuff that's not there. Right? That's what an NFT is. You're paying for stuff that's not there. So why are we looking at this differently? We'll go on that to another show. But coming up in the next episode, is going to be very interesting because I'm talking about quarrels between my favorite actors. Some stuff I've learned. We'll rehash and recap on some things. But there's a few stories that I never knew. I don't think I knew this stuff. You know, for whatever reason, my phone is showing me this stuff now. I think maybe one is based off a, a new interview. But it just I've never thought about it. It's kind of like, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get into it. So I, I, I want to talk about that stuff in that episode. But, you know, I just wanted to share everything I know about NFTs so far. And I wanted to show you, or at least explain to you, the success of Spider-Man. Most highest grossing movie ever is going to be on stars. That's what that's what this whole episode was getting down to. So, I thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe if you already haven't subscribed to anchor.fm, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, and Spotify. Yes, Spotify. That's what this, all this stuff is. We got big stuff coming, we got some interesting episodes coming up. They're going to feel a little different. We're getting closer and closer to what I actually want this show to kind of spawn off into. So more details on that later. But I thank you for listening thus far. And uh, yeah, I'll see you later. Bye, everybody.